episode day 72 of 100 days of Colin and tonight we shall cover the curious case of Timothy Jaffet the immigration magistrate who actually ended up working for the Mexican narco cartels bad news if I ever heard it um so let me just read what that sounds like it is true. He was a Texas lawyer and magistrate who posed as a judge in the state of a judge, arrested after human smuggling incident. And that was today. A lawyer arrested in South Texas earlier this month on suspicion of human smuggling told authorities that he was a judge in an apparent attempt to get off, according to a police report obtained by the Washington Examiner. Corpus Christi attorney Timothy Daniel Jaffet was arrested August 13th by Texas DPS or Department of Public Safety and Galveston County Sheriff's Department officers working near the border towns of Eagle Pass and Del Rio. Police documents note that Jaffet told officers he was a judge, a claim that had not been proven true but became more confusing after a constable claimed on social media that the man was a federally appointed immigration magistrate. Hmm. Police took off after Jaffet's rented BMW on that Saturday afternoon for failure to drive in a single lane, according to a report filed by Galveston County Deputy. Jaffet had been driving north on a back road that the deputy's report indicated was used to circumvent the United States illegally because it bypasses a more accessible road that has a Border Patrol highway checkpoint. So after being pulled over by the sheriff's deputy and a state trooper, Jaffet refused to turn off the vehicle or exit, according to law enforcement. The deputy then reached in and opened the door from inside. Jaffet slapped the officer's hand and was pulled out of the front seat. The officer struggled to detain Jaffet as he resisted arrest. Wow. While attempting to place the male in custody, he was yelling, I'm a judge! I'm a judge! That's not what you yell when you're resisting arrest. See here, but why does this have to make any sense? <laughs> it's a magistrate in the middle of an illegal act. Okay, so once I had the male custody... Male subject in custody, I advised, dispatched, the male subject was an elected judge. He corrected me and said, no, I am an appointed judge, the report reads. The incident became more baffling after Galveston County Sheriff's Constable Jimmy Fullen posted on Instagram that police had arrested a federally appointed immigration magistrate on human smuggling charges. Human smuggling charges. We have got to get some more people in here to cover this territory. Yes, invite them all. Invite them all. So, that is just, uh, it's just the saddest state of affairs ever that we've got 
an immigration judge or a guy functioning in the capacity of an immigration judge okay and he's he's having a he's having a pretty bad day on August 13th he gets pulled over for not driving in a straight line maybe he's feeling kind of wah wah about what he's doing he gets pulled over by the cop and then he gets into a physical altercation with this traffic cop smacks his hand assaults the police officer then tells him I'm a judge I'm a judge <laughs> okay I'm just recounting all this this all just happened uh, and then he is subsequently arrested for resisting arrest and other charges wow stunning I mean I'm always a little bit shocked at you know at the boldness of someone to kind of violate the law but that that's pretty you know I wonder if he was altered somehow just somehow he was he was altered in some way chemically so I just wanted to offer that as a as an explanation a sane explanation for what might be happening I think the underlying thing is like what the hell is an immigration judge magistrate person doing smuggling migrants. He's supposed to be leveraging their cases and doing casework, but instead he's smuggling the migrants. Now, before I move on, I want you to know that this is an oddball case, but this is one uh, example that is a credible recent news item that our public officials towards the south border are being purchased and corrupted by the Mexican narco cartels it's just happening they bought this guy that's why he fought the Texas DPS I'm pretty sure of it if I had a presumption to make okay if I had an assessment to make with my own two not two eyes and based on prior news and experience I would say that this person was bought off by the cartels or he was underneath some ideology or maybe both but those are the two likely outcomes I'll, I'll go into some other <sighs> so should our immigration judges immigration judges be bought by the narco cartel should that be happening I don't think so because they're not the only ones who are being this way so I have a headline here in the uh, in the link section okay if you go to the link box with the four squares and it says the unsanctioned citizen just push to the left there's the Massachusetts judge who did something similar I'm gonna pull that up now ah deep breath <laughs> Massachusetts judge charged with helping a man evade ice by sneaking out the back door of the courthouse okay so a Massachusetts judge was indicted Thursday and this was April 25th of 2019 it's not not the first time in history okay was indicted Thursday on a charge that she helped a man who was living in the US illegally to evade an immigration agent by sneaking out the back door of a courthouse 
District Court Judge Shelley M. Richmond Joseph and one-time court officer Wesley McGregor were charged with an obstruction of justice in the case, which developed from accusations that they schemed to let the man escaped, escape after a hearing last year on charges that included drug possession. The charges against Joseph and McGregor were swiftly condemned by the state's attorney general, who called the case a radical and politically motivated attack on the courts by federal authorities. Huh. So, let me just get this right. They let a guy go. He's charged with obstruction of justice. And the state AG says it's a radical and politically motivated attack on the courts by the federal authorities. Okay. So lawyers, judges, judges, and advocates have criticized Donald Trump for stepping up immigration arrests at courthouses, saying it's disrupting the criminal justice system and scaring people away from the halls of justice. Okay, that's a perspective. Uh, Massachusetts U.S. Attorney Andrew Lelling said the charges were not meant to send a message. It's not messaging charging, but about about immigration policy everybody must be held to the rule of law even the privileged and powerful he said from certain corners I have heard the occasional gasp of dismay or outrage at the notion of holding a judge accountable for violating federal law Lilling said and if the law is not applied equally it cannot credibly be applied to anyone Joseph 51 and McGregor 56 were scheduled to appear in Boston federal court later Thursday Emails were sent to their attorneys. Joseph has been suspended without pay, the Massachusetts Supreme Court judicial set. Judicial court. It came under federal investigation last year after authorities said they schemed to let the man escape from the Newton courthouse. An immigration agent was in the courtroom to detain the man. Authorities say that Joseph asked the agent to leave the courtroom and told him that the suspect would be released into the courthouse lobby. Instead, after the hearing, McGregor led the defendant downstairs to the lockup and let him out a rear door, Lilling said. Just, okay, there you go. The man, who had been barred from entering the U.S. since until 2027, was caught by an immigration official about a month after the hearing, Lilling said, and is now in immigration proceedings. McGregor also charged with perjury. Authorities say he falsely told the grand jury that he was unaware that ICE agents were in the courthouse before he let the suspect out of the door. This happened. This happened. Abuses of power hurt us all, said Peter Fishugh, special agent in charge of U.S. Immigration Customs Enforcement Homeland Security Investigations in Boston. It undermines core mission of government to serve the people has no place in a just and accountable society. Massachusetts Attorney General Mara Healy blasted Lelling for the charges, saying the matter could have been handled by the state's Commission on a Judicial Conduct and Trial Court. Today's indictment is a radical and politically motivated attack on our state and independence of our courts, Healy said in a statement. It's a bedrock principle of our constitutional system that federal prosecutors should not recklessly interfere with the operation of state courts and their administration of justice. Well, there is an argument. 
Carol Rose, executive director of the ACLU of Massachusetts, calls the decision to bring the case preposterous, ironic, and deeply damaging to the rule of law. Hmm. The Trump administration has resisted calls to add courthouses to the list of so-called sensitive locations that are generally free from immigration enforcement, like schools and places of worship. Courthouse arrests under happened under Democratic President Barack Obama, but advocates and lawyers across the country have said the practice has increased under Trump. Immigration officials have said communities are forcing their hand by refusing transfer of immigrants immigrants and local prisons and jails to ICE custody. They also argue that courthouse arrests are safer for agents because people have to go through metal detectors when they enter the courthouses. So I don't really have any editorial on this. I, I'm just, again, pretty shocked that this even happened. Pretty shocked that this even happened. Let's call more people. So I'm going to move to the last and final news items. And, you know, this is my conclusion, that I, if I'm going to make one, is that the cartels are working to corrupt the legal system and people who are working closer to the border are people who work closely with immigrants. That's what I'm concluding. So I'm going to read this final one. Cartels offer cash to U.S. teens for smuggling Illegal immigrants pass the border checkpoints. It's TikTok. So Mexican drug cartels and cartel-associated smuggling networks are now bringing so many illegal immigrants into the United States that they're putting out ads on TikTok, targeting American teenagers in South Texas with offers of thousands in cash to ferry migrants past U.S. checkpoints just north of the border. This week, Fox News reported that on the scheme, and this was April of 2021, <laughs> including screenshots of TikTok ads offering mu as much as $3,500 cash for a single trip. One ad reads, got another six left already crossed. Let me know ASAP for that easy cash, according to Fox News, which also reported that the teenagers are in some cases borrowing their parents' SUVs to smuggle migrants, often without the parents knowing, obviously. The migrants in question are almost certainly single adults trying to evade border patrol and slip into the United States undetected. <clears throat> and the only people who, who do that pay more. They pay the cartels more to get ferry service like that. So these kids were hired directly by the cartels. So the behavior of ferrying over people or persons, the closer you are to the border, the closer you are probably to working for cartel. I would say the further north you go, you're working for the other leftist. You know, that that's the narco leftist at the border. The cartels working the drugs. The narco leftists there. And then the other leftists who are by proxy also working with the leftists and the narco cartels down at the border. So I think it's all all kind of like a weird symbiotic leftist cooperative they've got going on you know they want you to think it's super simple granola but it's not these people chop up young folks and then feed them to dogs 
if they don't do as they're told at the border, hang them from bridges, okay? They process fentanyl and throw people into ditches when they're dead because they got poisoned. Um, you know, they're poisoning Americans with just a little pill and they're dying. So there's a lot of death surrounding these leftists. These, this leftist cooperative that seems like it's granola, seems like it's working out for your benefit. Oh, come on. Let's just let him in. Why don't you be a nice guy? You know, why not, don't you understand, stupid little person, that, you know, we, we owe these people a UN asylum, whatever. It's not asylum, dude, if they have to pay the worst kind of people in the entire human, humanity. Worst people ever. Okay, narco murderers at the border. Like it's like you cannot get in here unless you pay us twenty nine thousand dollars. Period. You cannot get in, and they are the gatekeepers. They're like it's like Satan is the gatekeeper for America at the southern border, and you pay that guy anywhere from twelve to twenty nine grand, and then wristband, and then. Then you go over, okay? The money's gone. If you owe them, it's worse. You work it off in a brothel or a field or in some some whatever. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows what this is what's going on. <clears throat> but then they're also working overtime to squat here, okay? And then they're also working overtime to get corrupting influences in our government. They bought these judges and then influence our legal system okay they can pay for legal legal systems that are kind of leftist no they're leftist permissive pro criminal really pro criminal so that if you work in a drug gang and you're a narco leftist well they won't touch you you don't go to jail, nothing happens to you, you get turnstiled out back into the street, and then you just keep doing business. And then they come to South Texas, they hire kids that are like, mm, 14, 16, and then they do this. For all the media coverage that migrant minors and families have gotten in recent months, single adults have made a far greater share of illegal migrants coming across the southwest border this fiscal year. Since October 2020, Border Patrol has encountered more than 400,000 single adults crossing the border illegally compared to approximately 140,000 minors and families. For these adult migrants, getting across the U.S.-Mexico border is only the first step. Then they have to get past Border Patrol checkpoints situated on most major highways heading north from the border region. And then the only way to get past these checkpoints is to drive through them or sneak through often remote ranch land. A journey that is in the hotter months can be deadly and regular results in lost migrants dying from dehydration and exposure happens every day. Happens every day. Probably happening right now. Right now, definitely in Arizona. Definitely here in Texas. Okay? If you don't believe, if you need proof, there's a nonprofit called No More Deaths. 
org, I think. No more deaths. But all they do is just go out into the desert with water and try to find people who have been left to die. These are children and just, you know, just people who need to survive. They just need to survive the desert. You know, they may end up in a in a nice facility or a jail or or just in some place else, but at the very least they deserve to live. They deserve to get through the desert as a human being. So they go out there with water and resources and try to collect people who've been basically stranded in the desert by the cartels. So, you know, whatever their ideology is, which is likely leftist, but, you know, they are there to try to prevent these people from dying. So, it's the only one that I think, you know, I'll just reach out and say that that's okay. It's okay to prevent people from dying in the desert, because it's happening right now. So, we are at 6.51. We've got less than 10 minutes left in the newscast. Does anybody want to come up and say hello? Oh, there's Joshua. I just want to give a preview to the upcoming ESG headline boost that's coming up. I know that that was almost a monologue going on for 20 minutes straight about the status of corruption granted to the cartels. I just want to say for posterity that um, this shouldn't be happening. If you have anything to say about it, try to be a part of the solution and not the problem. There is also, I just want to say that Texas has made some radical moves. When I say radical, meaning like, wow, I'm pretty shocked. So they demanded documents from BlackRock and other financial services firms in in an ESG probe. I'm like, oh, well, they're going to be probed. They're going to they're gonna get, get documents from them about their practices and try to find out what, what their um, audit process is for this conscription, you know, this green light to, to exist called ESG. So I went on I've been on here for many times, many occasions and complained about ESG people just kind of barging in and saying you're going to do it our way and we don't care if your farmers die of famine kind of thing because it actually happened. And it actually happened here in Texas. So I retweeted this Chip Roy tweet and which was you know a uh, something from Fox News, Texas demands documents from BlackRock. Okay? And I was like, wow. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink could face a subpoena from the state Senate committee. I'm like, wow, that's pretty that's pretty significant. And uh, a few hours later, this happened. The state of Texas moved to ban BlackRock and UBS from state business over firms oil industry boycott. So... The financial industry has has moved to embargo the state of Texas 
and put place a sanction on Texas Oilers and Texas has moved to counter sanction BlackRock and UBS so that's happening it's just happening so the state's comptroller has deemed the Wall Street Titans to be hostile towards the fossil fuels sector so it's worth saying and reporting here on this program because we are the unsanctioned citizen but it doesn't mean that there isn't sanctions going on all around so here we are we're in a, a lockhorn moment you know it's it's huge financial coming head to head with Texas the Texas state the state of Texas I'm actually kind of proud <laughs> I'm kind of proud of the state of Texas for standing up to ESG because they are bullies they're Dutch bullies and a coalition of Canadian bullies and Chinese bullies and Soros bullies and Aspen bullies and who else are we going to put in that pile <laughs> uh, but you know we at least we know about them at least we know that they are bullies and that they can be they are being fought by our the people who represent our government so I'm not unproud of them I am very proud of the state of Texas for standing up for Texans and standing up for the oil industry which has some choices to make you know that they, they can move they can move their cheese a little to this way or that way to, to keep it going but because they didn't sanction existing you know auto owners and quit gas entirely I mean what are they supposed to do you know everything they do is kind of under tenuous circumspection like they you know they try to adjust the price of gas so that it would be not gouging okay maybe they gouged a little bit that's that's not very good so the government called on them called upon them to not gouge so so it went down so some of the prices went down and then there's supposed to be this anti inflationary work that got passed through Congress and no one seems to believe that it will will stop inflation and I'll tell you it's logical because then you know he, they passed this anti-inflation thing and then here comes this bailout of the student debt industry of some sort it's not a bailout they just they either bought the debt and then they sent three billion dollars more to Ukraine so that's like just a ton of government spending just a ton and so that is going to hike inflation so whatever they did with this this inflation reducing act that they just passed I think they just threw it in the fire they literally just threw it in the fire and uh, and now we're now we're here now we're back to let's rectify fossil fuels so we can get through the inflationary cycle but no let's attack and limit the travel and mobility of Americans 
who are the most free and most liberated to, to travel anywhere. They can get in their car and use the interstate highways to, to, to move anywhere they like. But for some reason, BlackRock and UBS doesn't want that. They want you to stay on the farm, you stupid surf. And work for grain and rent and serve your king. Damn surf. It just isn't really what we're supposed to do. This is a constitutional republic. This is not our government. They are not our government. And they can't erect this parallel construction and try to rake us and take us into the Dark Ages. You know, I mean, back before the European Enlightenment, they can't do it. You know, the, the people of Texas are against them. I'll at least speak in that construct, because I know, because the news backs me on this, the Dallas Morning News, Fox News, and myself, my own two eyeballs, my lived experience will tell you that Texas is not going to go along. So, thank you for listening to my stutter diatribe here uh, as the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. I hope you'll come back tomorrow. It'll be awesome. <laughs> um, we'll have more for you. I think we're scheduled to air at 6.30. And uh, so check your local listings, which is the calendar here on the Colin app. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast Archives at Substack, Automatic, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Call-In. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMDean.com.